Shalom to all. Today's office is my Daf Samach Beis, and we are starting Samach Alpha and Beis about a third of the way up from the bottom, right at the beginning of the Gemara after Halacha Vav. And a villain source of Daf, it's on Chavcha Samach Beis. And today's Daf is sponsored Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas, Rabbi Yaakov Maisha, her Nishama should have an Aliyah. And the Gemara tells us, Tony, we have a bride, so Yisrael Vagash, Kondusada, Bissuria, a Yisrael and a guy that bought a field in Surya together. They bought it Bishutfes, Harehu Ketevel, Ukemais, and Ravan Zabazad, Deve Rebbe. Rebbe says that all the produce growing here is like a mixture of Tevel and Miser. However, he argues and says, The chalik that the Yisrael receives is chayv and maiser, and the chalik that the guy receives is pater maiser. So first of all, it's important to know over here, and we've learned this previously, that a field that's owned by a yid in Surya is chayv and maiser, but a field that's owned by a guy in Surya is pater and maiser. And the machlik is over here between Rebbe and Rosh Gamliel is regarding breira, retroactive clarification. Rosh Gamliel holds yesh breira, so when the division of produce is made in between the guy and yid, and each one gets their portion, we say, it's now been clarified retroactively Actively, that this was always the Yid's portion, and this was always the guy's portion, and therefore what the Yid has is Chayv and Meiser, and what the guy has is Pater and Meiser. However, Rebbe holds Ein Breira, and therefore all this produce already from the beginning is considered to be a mix of something that's Pater and Chayv and Meiser. Now, Rabbi says, B'Shem Rabbi Chanino, Ma'pligin, in what case are they arguing about? B'Shachal Kusada B'Kamasa. That's when they divide the field while the grain was still standing. So then we have this Machlaikas, we say Yesh Breira or Ein Breira. But if they split it once the grain was ready made into a pile, and and then the guy took half and the yid took half. After Rosh Gamliel, my dear Rebbe, even Rosh Gamliel would agree to Rebbe over here. Shekol kalch v'kelach shel shutvesu that every single stock is considered to be owned b'shutves in partnership between the guy and the yid. And we're not going to say yesh breira over here. Now Rav Yana, Rav Yana says in the name of Rav Yaisi, who says b'shem Rav Yechanan ma'pligin. What are they arguing about? The shachalku sad b'kamasa. That's only when they split the field when it was still standing. Avam chalku amarim. But if they split the field once it was ready put into bundles, after Rosh Gamliel, my dear Rebbe, even Rosh Gamliel over here would agree to Rebbe. That every single stock is considered to be owned bishutfes, and we have something that's chayv and meiser and pater and meiser mixed up. Now we just have a clarification of Rabbi Yaina's shita. The Gemara says, "Al datid Rabbi Yaina, according to Rabbi Yaina, ma ben gadish, ma ben amarim." What's the difference between if it was split once it was made into a pile or once it was put into bundles? It seems to be that Rabbi Yaina differentiates that if it was split when it was in a pile, so then Rabbi Gamliel would hold yesh breira. Whereas now that it's being split once it was put into bundles, so all of a sudden now Rabbi Gamliel is going to say ain breira. What's the difference? So the Gemara. Clarifies that really we misunderstood, but cuts are called Really, main difference over here is cutting a little bit and leaving it in front of him, which means that according to Rabbi Yaina, if when the guy and Yid were going through the field harvesting it, the guy cut a little bit and put it to the side for himself, and the Yid cut a little bit and put it to the side for himself, so on and so forth. So then it's considered like the produce never got mixed up. We'll say yesh breira, and whatever Yid comes out with, we say it was really always his, and whatever the guy comes out with, we'll say is really always his, and we don't have a mixture of something that's chayv and pater and meiser. Whereas if when they harvested it, they first put it all together in a big pile. That's Gaddish. And then afterwards, they decide to split it once it was put into Aymarim, or maybe even before it was put into Aymarim. Then even Rabbi Gamliel would agree that we say, Ain Breira. Now Rabbi Shaya, Rabbi Shaya tells us, Hadad Tema, this Hamachlaikas, Rebbe, and Rabbi Gamliel is only Shakan Wamanas like is when they bought the field together with the understanding that they're not going to be splitting it 50 50, and then later they decide to split it. So we have this Machlaikas, Rebbe says, Ain Breira, Rabbi Gamliel says, Yesh Breira. But if originally when they bought the field, they had this agreement, that the yid's going to receive 50% and the guy's going to receive 50%. So if Rebbe Mother Rosh Gamliel even Rebbe agrees from Rosh Gamliel that the portion that each fellow receives is considered to be the one that was always coming to him originally and we're going to say yes, Breira and it's not going to be considered like there's something chayv in Meiser and Pater in Meiser mixed up with each other. However, Amr Rabbi Yassi, Rabbi Yassi says the following member is clearly an argument. Rabbi said that if we have brothers who are partners that are split 
splitting the field, meaning these two brothers had Yarshin the field from their father, and they're coming now to split the field. So that case is also subject to the Machlaikas Rebbe and Rabshim and Gamliel. In other words, Rebbe would say that they're considered like Lekuchais, that when they actually do split the field with each other, it's like each one is buying their portion off of the other brother, and then we would say Ein Breira, whereas Rabshim and Gamliel would say that they're not considered Lekuchais, and we would just say Yash Breira. Now, the reason why this is not like Rabbi Shai, because brothers who are partners, aren't they coming into this, so to speak, partnership? Again, which we had said it was just a Yerusha from their father. Isn't the whole intention just to make a split 50-50? Of course, that's the way standard Yerusha is. They are in a field and they split it 50-50. And Rabbi Shai had just told us that if when the guy and the Yid bought this field together, their intention was that they were going to split it, that even Rebbe would agree to Rosh Hashim and Gamliel. And moving on to brand new halacha, halacha zayin. And the Mishnah tells us, Ger guy. A Ger and a guy that inherited their father who was a guy. Now, how do you have a Ger and a guy whom their father is a guy? So pretty simple. We have Chris and Peter who were brothers, and then Chris decided to become a Ger, and he turned himself into Chaim. So Chaim and Peter's father died, and now they're splitting the Yerusha. So Yachulay Chaim is able to tell his brother, you take all of dad's of Zara and I'll take money. Or you take all the Yainesach and I'll take all the fruit. And this is okay, and it's not considered like the money that the Jewish brother is receiving is like an exchange for Abay Zara. If it was, obviously it would be Usr. But over here it's not. And why is that? Because the fact that a guy, Yarshin's his father, is only Dirabanan. So over here they were Makal. However, the Mishnah says, Usr. If these items had already come into the Rishus of the Ger, and now he's trying to split them and Say, okay, you take the Vajzar and I'll get the money, so then it would be Asr. And the Mishnah continues, Hamacher Paris Basuria, someone who's selling produce in Surya. Now we know that produce being sold in Surya could be assumed to be coming from a guy, and it's not Chayv in Meiser. However, Va'amar, the seller, says, Michel Eretz Yisrael Hain, these come from Eretz Yisrael. So Chayv La'asr, the person buying them is Chayv to take Meiser off. And that's even if we're going to say that they're coming from non Jewishly owned fields in Eretz Yisrael, still, at least Medrabano, they'd be Chayv in Meiser. So therefore, this produce is Chayv in Meiser because the seller claimed that they came from Eretz Yisrael. On top, but let's say the seller now says, Musarunhain, that don't worry, they already had Meister taken off of them. Naman, he's believed. And why is that? Shapesha Asar, who Hapesha Hitter. Literally, this means the mouth that Asard, he's the mouth that matters. Meaning, he didn't have to say this produce is from Eretzisrael. He could have just been quiet, and whoever bought this produce wouldn't have had to take Meister off of it. So now that we're believing him that the produce is from Eretzisrael, that's Hapesha Asar, we're also going to believe him to be matter the produce by saying that the produce already had Meister taken off of it. Now, let's say the seller says, Michelle Hain, these are my pay so the buyer would have to take Meister off of them because that means that they're Jewishly owned pay rice, and as we said, Jewishly owned produce in Surya is Chayv Meister. However, let's say the seller tells him, don't worry, I took Meister off of them. Naman, he's believed. Why? However, now the Mishnah tells us, if it's already known that this Yid owns a field in Surya, so the buyer has to take Meister off of these pay rice, that's because there's no Pesha Asar or Pesha Hitter. It's not like we didn't know that these are the seller's pay rice. Everyone knows that the seller owns a field. Field. So they're already considered Asr, meaning they're already considered Chayv and Meiser, and therefore when the seller says, don't worry, I took Meiser off of them, he's not believed. I think Mara says, Yisrael v'gai shakanu beisa shal gai. A Yisrael and a guy that bought the house of a different guy. And inside this house, there was wine, which is Yai Nesach, there was Havai Dezara, and there was money. The guy's not allowed to tell the Yid, you take the Yai Nesach and Havai Dezara, and I'll take the money. That's because whatever the Yid receives, it's like he's receiving it in exchange for the Yai 
Nesach for the Avayda Zara, and that means he's benefiting from Yai Nesach and Avayda Zara, which is Asar. Now, Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon, it says, Lo Yisayif Davar Yai Nesach and Avayda Zara Umayis. It's not ultimately they were talking about Yai Nesach and Avayda Zara and Mayis. El Afilu Hayu Lai Sham Shnei Tzalamim. Let's say there was two images over there, meaning two images of Avayda Zara, but Echad Asar Kamin Dalafki, Echad Sheini Asar Kamin Dalafki. One of them is made like a kli, like utensil of sorts, and one of them isn't. I mean, there's many different ways to make Avayda Zara, so there could just be a plain image of Avayda Zara engraved on something, or there could be some sort of useful utensil that has the image of Avaidazar engraved on it. And there's a discussion whether or not this usable utensil that has Avaidazar engraved on it is actually considered Avaidazara. So we have these two different images. One of them is made like a usable utensil, one of them isn't. So La Yamalai, the Yid is still not to tell the guy, You take the one that's not like a Dlafki, meaning it's not a usable utensil, so it's clearly Avaidazara, and I'll take the one that was made like this usable utensil. This would also be Usr. Even though it's two items that are exactly identical, they both have some sort of engraving of Avayda Zara on it. Still, whatever the Yid is receiving would be considered to be as if he's exchanging it for the Avayda Zara that the guy is receiving, and therefore it's Asr. And on Rab Zair, Rab Zair says, Vyos, this is true, because where do we see this? Ilu Aretz, Aretz. We have a case of a Chavar in Aretz, the Yarsh and their father who's in Am Aretz, Vahyusham Peres Mukhsharn, Uperes Mukhsharn. And there's produce as part of the Yerusha, some of it was already Mukhshal Kabotoma, some of it wasn't Mukhshal Kabotoma. Shama Armeloi, Telatas Mukhsharn, Vanin Naital Shain Mukhsharn. The Chavar is not tell his brother the Am Aretz, you take that which is ready Mokshar Lekabal Toma, and I'll take that which wasn't Mokshar Lekabal Toma. And even though they're the same exact men, let's say they're both wheat, and it's just that one pile of wheat was Mokshar and one pile of wheat wasn't Mokshar Lekabal Toma, still, we consider it like two separate meaning, and that means that we view whatever the Chavir receives as if he's exchanging it for that which his brother, the Am Aretz, receives. And as we've said previously, it's Asr to give produce to the Am Aretz if we know that he's going to make a Tome. And we do the same thing over here with Avayda Zara. We have two different things that both have the same image on them, just one of them is considered Avayda Zara, one of them isn't. So even though they're the same exact thing, so it'd be like the same men, still, since one is Asr Avayda Zara, one isn't, the Yid is not allowed to take the thing that isn't because consider like he's exchanging it for the Avayda Zara. Ask the Gemara of Our Mishnah argues with this. What do we say in our Mishnah when a Yid and a guy inherit their father who's a guy? This Yid can tell his brother, you take the Avayda Zara and I'll take the money. Or you take the Avayda and I'll take the produce. Why is that okay? It should be considered like a Chalipin, like an exchange for Avayda Zara. So Gemara answers, Amar Saifa Vlasi Pliga. Take a look at the end of the Mishnah, which is not a Machlaikas. What do we say? If the split was being made once it already after came to the Roshas of the Ger, so then it would be Asr. The Hachan over here, in the case that we're discussing in our Gemara, Shekana, since he had already purchased the house with his guy, it's like it came into his Roshas already. And the Gemara continues with the story, Akilas Hager, Akilas, who is a Ger, he split the Yerusha with his brother, but then he was machmer on himself, and he took that Hana that he received, and he threw it into the Yamamelech, totally ruining it. Now there's Machlaikas about this. Tosa Amirayim, there's three Amirayim that argue what exactly Akilas Hager threw into the Yamamelech. Chana number one says, He took the entire value of the Vaidazara and threw it into the Yamamelech. He didn't want to benefit from it. Chana Amar, the other one says, It was only the value of his Chelek in the Vaidazara that he threw into the Yamamelech. Meaning there was an Vaidazara, let's say worth $100, so he gave his brother the Vaidazara and he took $50 in exchange for that. And then he decided, you know what, I'm not going to benefit from it, even though again the Mishnah says that would be permitted, and he threw that $50 into the Yamamelech. Chana Amar, the other one says, He took the Vaidazara as his portion, and he threw the Avodah itself into the Yamamelech. And why would he do that? El Mishvil Lakar Avodah base Abba. That was just an order to uproot the Avodah from his father's house. We're going to stop it for the day, but pick up tomorrow, continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.